Blog Talk Radio. I recently quit my job and took on a new venture in life. Welcome to Music from People I Know, where I catch up with friends, past and present, and talk about our music, inspiration, and passions. With a 15-year professional career in the music industry, I have met a lot of cool and interesting people. I'm here to share our stories. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Michael Chapman, and you're listening to Blog Talk or to Blog Talk Radio's music from people I know. Um, I'm waiting on my guests to arrive. Um, not exactly sure where they are at this very moment. Uh, we're working on getting everybody together right now, so bear with us. And in the meantime, um, let's go ahead and listen to one of my guest songs. Uh, today, I'm going to have Naka G, a fantastic DJ from the area. Um, and I'm going to have uh, um, uh, Echo Emerson on the show, too. Um, so it's going to be really fun and we're going to talk about some really cool things and get down and dirty. So let's go ahead and just start off with the track. Let me grab that bag real quick. Slide it over here. Shit. Even after last night, I still got enough in here to flip this shit one more time. I could flip it one more time. Yup. Just enough for one more grind. Let me pull out one more line. I know they wanted a dime, but you're getting point nine. I could flip it one more time, yeah. Just enough for one more grind. Let me pull out one more line. I know they wanted a dime, but you're getting point nine. Stomach so icky, but my nose so full. So I stay hungry and my flow so cool. Catch me creeping in the shadow like I'm Ross all cool. Do not get caught. It's an untapped rule. Only fools want to brag and boast. Any up who has the most. Build it up and watch it all. Vanish in a cloud of smoke. I must be a different breed of mix with different isotopes. I see the different seeds and everything like a kaleidoscope. Judging by the eyeball scale, I say I got enough. Find a way to turn this ten into an easy double up. Twenty turns to forty, now I got him playing double dust. If he got your hand out, better go get your money up. Pulling out a little bit. Break another line down, hurry up, deliver it. Everything is fine now. Just another way, I'm always staying on the high ground. This is yours, all the rest is mine now. I could flip it one more time. Yup, just enough for one more grind. Let me pull out one more line. I know they wanted a dime, but you're getting point nine. I could flip it one more time. Yup, just enough for one more grind. Let me pull out one more line. I know they wanted a dime, but you're getting point nine. Dashed it at the bar. You know who we are. Moving different elements around you. I'm the avatar. Shit'll get you high, make you fly. Grab the handlebars. Never fuck with mid-grade. Everything is caviar. Shove it in a jar. Airtight Ziploc. Stuff it down in coffee grounds just in case we get stopped. This guy's from the K9. We don't get caught. Marijuana only because your homie chose to kick rocks. 
but if you need gas, pull up to the pit stop. Quick in the mission, hands are switching like a wristwatch. This a trap house, I don't care how much the rent costs. Ladies in their thongs, you know I ain't talking flip flops. We running tip top, got the block and gridlock. Taking up the parking spots, has got my neighbors pissed off. All this in and out, I'm probably looking like a big lot. Must be time to pack it up and lift off. Lift off. I could flip it one more time. Just enough for one more grind. Let me pull out one more line. I know they wanted a dime, but you're getting point nine. I could flip it one more time. Just enough for one more grind. Let me pull out one more line. I know they wanted a dime, but you're getting point nine. So that song was called One More Grind, and uh, that's off of uh, the new album coming from Echo Emerson. We're giving him a call to uh, see if he's around. See if he's ready to be here. about me so I've been playing music for a long time I decided I wanted to play you know it was one of those things I just I I found myself like making noises in my head all the time and wanting to uh you know make noise I just I found it really cool to make noise it was one of those things where you know it was just uh what 
how do people do it, you know, is what I always asked myself. And, you know, I used to get mad at my parents, you know, when they would sing along to songs because it was like, uh, you know, how are they able to remember all this stuff and where does it come from? And, you know, I'd always ask that and I'd, I'd get all like, what, what are you doing? And start yelling at my mom and, you know, how do you figure this out? And so I, uh, I ended up uh, just you know, picking it up, and my uncle gave me a trumpet with my my mom and uncle had uh, decided to go ahead and get me a trumpet when I was in, like, fifth grade, and so uh, that was my first instrument, and I started playing, and it didn't really take on, you know, I never practiced, I, I don't think I've ever really been a practicing kind of guy, um, but I uh, ended up just doing all kinds of stuff, and, you know, picked up a couple of books, and made a bunch of noise, and you know, I ended up uh, kind of putting it down, you know, and I moved when I was in seventh grade to a new middle school. And at that point, it was like, okay, well, I don't know anybody here but one person. And uh, that one person uh, lived around the corner from me. And I ended up hanging out with them. And, you know, he was like, yeah, why don't you uh, join band? You know, and so I joined the band, brought my trumpet. And ended up uh, just uh, enjoying it, really. Um, there was a, the camaraderie of being in band and all that kind of stuff was really cool. And, you know, so then I looked into what else is there, you know? I like doing this. This is cool. I want to do more. And so then I picked up a upright bass. And my music teacher at the time was starting a little orchestra I think there was three of us at the very first and then it ended up being like six students i played uh upright bass and there was i think uh, a viola player and a couple of violinists um we ended up uh i went to a school where you can choose which high school to go to there was two high schools in town and i lived in an area where it was like equal distance to either so I got to choose which school I went to. One was more focused in marching and field show performance and stuff like that. Whereas the other one was more orchestral and like parade and that kind of stuff. And so I ended up going to that school because of the upright bass. And, you know, from there I met a bunch of really, uh, really talented and fantastic musicians who you will be hearing on the show throughout the uh, time that we're doing this show and you know that built another passion towards what I'm doing and I ended up you know being the button pusher for the band director and I would push all the the buttons for the CD player and you know the the sound system that we had in the band room and it soon became that was my task and you know, I started to play electric bass, and in marching band, I picked up a new instrument, and that was the um, mellophone, which some of you are familiar with and others aren't, and that's a, uh, a marching French horn of sorts. Um, and it's a, uh, it's a fairly in- interesting sound. It's, it's not quite the same as a French horn, but yet it's really close to it. Um, I didn't really like it too much. I didn't like the parts. It's very syncopated parts. Um, and it was very, uh, and that's all it was. And so I got kind of bored and ended up, uh, 
the next marching season playing uh, trombone. And I played that, and I liked that. That was fun. It was kind of a cool instrument. And then um, I, uh, all the while, I was still playing upright bass. For some reason, I just stuck. I, I really enjoyed upright bass. It's probably the most fun instrument I've played. Um, and then I uh, ended up uh, having a band with uh, my buddy Matt King, who's been on the show. Um, and um, I think I've got uh, one of our guests on hold right now. So uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can't get my seg- segment done. <laughs> Stop talking about me. Let's talk about Echo. What's up, Echo? You there, bud? Yeah, what's going on? Ah, right on. Cool, man. Can you hear? Uh, can you hear? Sorry the music about in the that, man. I. Uh, what's up? Can you hear the music in the background and stuff? Yeah, I hear the bed. Okay, great, cool, awesome. Well, here, everybody. This are, is, uh, are we, li- Echo, are we live yet or anything? Yeah, we're already live, brother. Oh yeah, that's what I like I, to hear. I can say that, right? I had, yeah, hell yeah, you can. You can say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, what's going on, man? How's it, how's that, how's your Easter been? My Easter's been great, dude. It's been pretty mellow and chill. Didn't really do too much except for get prepared for today. And uh seems as though I've had some uh some issues trying to get everybody together, but it's all right. We're going to have it happen anyways. I uh, just freestyled. Right. Sorry, man. It's, about me. it's a family holiday. Yeah, right. It's definitely a holiday. <laughs> Tough to get everybody out of that family. <laughs> yeah. five. Whoa, yeah, what was that? We went out and did the day, too. We had the, uh, all the kids out doing the egg hunt and had some bomb dinner and ready to call. Here, getting ready to call it a night soon, but... Nice, Not me, right I gotta be in the studio working on this album. Oh yeah, I know how that goes. I spend a lot of time in the studio myself, so Well right. I've already I know I you do, man. I've been Go ahead. Go ahead. So I played uh, your track already for everybody. I mm-hmm. kind of opened it up with that because the show does go live. It's all live and programmed and stuff. So um I filled it filled uh-huh. it up and played that track. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into it, and I'll, uh, you know, we'll we'll do our thing here. The fire. Oh, well, that wasn't the the right cue because I'm working out of order now. Um, this is the one I want. Okay. So this segment's called the page. Um, so when you're when you're writing and stuff, and you're you're listening to music and you're you're doing things what is what is your process like um how how often do you find yourself writing it and jotting this stuff down like is it is it full songs is it honestly it's it's a constant thing for me if i'm not a person to really i have to sit down and write things out eventually but most of my stuff comes to me in my head first like I'll just be thinking about something that happened or something I'm going through or something that someone I'm close to is going through and I want to help them out with something in the music or, you know, just anything in my life. And I'll think of these lines that pertain to it because 
and a lot of my music, a lot of the lines mean way more than just one or two things. Sometimes they have three or four meanings. Right. So you got a lot of double meanings and deep thought into that. Yeah, I, I think very, I, I was taught at a young age. Think before you speak. It got me in a lot of trouble uh, in my younger years. And as I've learned to think before I speak, it's honestly made this music a lot better for me. Oh, you you find that that the thinking is something that's really important for you. Like you have to like process the thought through before you. Because I find myself just acting a lot, and it gets me into a lot of trouble. On impulse, so. yes, that was I was gonna say. That's the other part of it for me. Is some of it is just sporadic and in the moment. Like if I hear a beat that I just love and can vibe with, I can and something just comes to me, I go with it and I just start writing and. I'll I'll start freestyling to it, and then I'll start writing that stuff down and start forming what what kind of a picture is being painted by the lyrics that are being written. And through that, then I get a verse going, and then I can get a hook going off of what picture is painted by the first verse and kind of go through it that route. That way the, the whole song tells a story on its own, and it tells the same story all the way through. You don't get lost halfway through. I think it's important that all, a lot of all music should tell a story. It should tell a tale. That's what music was originally invented for, and was to keep passing on stories from from old and of new things that had just happened to celebrate. I mean, the Greeks used it for their warriors all the time. And if you know anything about warriors, we love our music. So, I don't right. know. Some of it's sporadic. A lot of it is deep thought and thinking out, though. I, I really put a lot of thought into the things that I say. Right. I, I, I can value that, man. That's uh, really important when you're trying to get to people that you have some sort of message. What do you find is your most common theme? Is my most common theme? Yeah, you know, like uh, topic. Um, I wouldn't say I have a main topic. My main goal with music, nobody ever believed when I told them back in high school that when I grow up, I'm going to be a rapper. Everybody laughed at me when I used to freestyle in the hallways and stuff. And I'll admit, I wasn't even good back then at all, at all, at all. At least now I can stand to listen to one or two tracks, but... Back then, nobody believed I was going to do it. And look, I mean, nowadays we get, I, thanks to God, we get amazing opportunities to open up for some great artists and do amazing yeah, you got things a great show with coming up, traveling. Right? Yeah, actually, Chris Webby, April 19th. And earlier that day, from 1 to 4 p.m., we're going to do a free barbecue and a release party for my second album. It's called One More Grind, and we're releasing it April 19th, the day of the Chris Webby show. We're going to do a barbecue, and like, it's buy one, get one free on all glass at Smoke Shop, etc. on North Avenue. Oh, that's rad, man. So you can get some, like, glass and hang out, smoke some bowls, and then end up doing, like, the uh, the show and stuff like that. Is it, like, a full package? Um, yeah, see, the barbecue and the whole release party itself is a free event, so nobody has to pay to come down. Just come down, hang out with us, come celebrate the release with us. 
we'll, we got some good barbecue for you. I'm going to have my friend Tiny on the grill, flipping up burgers and dogs and whatever, everything you need. Even kids are welcome to come down. They just can't go inside the shop, of course, because it's a head shop. But right. we're going to have games and stuff out for them to be able to play as well. Oh, that sounds fun. Cool, man. So, so back to yeah, like, gonna... the music stuff, man. You know, like uh, when once the song is down, like you get it in your head, you know what you're doing. Where do you go from there? Once I know my plan of attack, I finish that shit up as soon as possible. I right, well, put in so, the pad. So what do you do? Finish out the verses if it needs a bridge, anything like that. Then I take it to the studio and I start recording and doing takes. And I usually do two or three different takes of a song before I find, before I find the vibe for it that I really like. And then I go with that and I do a final copy and knock it all out then. And then what you, what, what I'm finished with there is usually what everybody else will hear. Oh, that's cool. So, so you said something about the vibe. Like, do you do you make up the vibe, or is the vibe something that that is no, just an energy that's I, there? I've got, yes, it's an energy that is there. I got to give credit to the instrumental there and my amazing producers, Solo the Beatman, Solo P up in Denver, Sam Hoffman. Shout out to you, homie. Doc One, Jake Barr is an amazing producer who has done some beats for me too. And when I just, when I put that beat on, like it has to catch me the first time I listen to it. So it can't be a beat that I hear and it grows on me. It has to, it has to just hit as soon as I hear it. And once so, I hear so it, I can feel a vibe. Does it give you like goosebumps or like, is it something that you just intuitively no, can, know? Can, like, how do you know? to it and kind of what I feel the story is to the instrumental that that's when I'm able to really start thinking of the ideas for it then like I said I almost freestyle to most of the beat I write down the things that I really like and start formulating a formula for what I'm going to do with the song if it's going to go hook verse hook bridge verse like whatever we're going to do with Right. Okay. So, so you go off of a formula, and that formula is real standard. I, I mean, some of the, some of our listeners don't necessarily know what the formula is. Um, the Beatles really kind of designed the formula. You know, what do you, how do you feel yeah, about the, that? What are your thoughts on the Beatles? Um, I think that the formula is there for a reason. It's been proven to work over time, but there is absolutely nothing wrong with exploring. In fact, I encourage any artist out there, it's what I'm doing right now, um, explore change, explore different options, different sounds, different ways to go about things with your music because you can't have the same thing over and over and over again and expect it to continue to rise up. Like any great artist has always made change. So I encourage any artist out there to continue Mm -hmm. to grow and develop because that's exactly what I'm doing. One thing that, uh, is coming up here in the very near near future 
a very dear and good friend of mine, Gina Marie, a.k.a. Melita, a.k.a. Head Change. She is one badass bitch. She fights in the cage, does the MMA stuff, and she also spits bars that hit about as hard as her right hook. So we're oh, yeah. doing a little collab project together. It's going to influence a lot. It's going to influence hip-hop and EDM, some trap, dubstep. It's going to be party music. We don't have a title for it yet. We just started it. But I sent you the beat for the first track that we've got going for it. Oh, nice. That's this uh, 365? Yep, it's 365. Nice, nice. Right on. Well, uh, I don't know. How's the delay? You think you could do a rap over this right now? Um. As Well, did you hear me right after you asked that, or did it take a couple seconds for you to hear me? It seemed like it came pretty quick. Here, let's try it real quick. Okay, let's then I... we get, all right? Okay, I'm scratching on it right now. What's, what's it like for you? fucking rad dude nice well i'm looking forward to hearing that you'll have to send that my way and we'll uh we'll see what we can make happen with that definitely it's a it's a mixtape so any i mean we can put it on the air i'll get a link to be able to have it for free and we'll share it out to them nice right on well uh we're gonna where do we we where are we gonna be finding that is that gonna be on soundcloud or iTunes, where are we uh, finding that? First, will probably be SoundCloud, but that also could change to Spotify, um, Amazon Music, iTunes. Well, not iTunes because it's not going to be sold, but definitely Spotify for sure, too. And YouTube, right, we're going to okay. put it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, that's pretty sweet. What about um? Let's talk about the debut, man. Um, you've got that uh, new album coming out, right? So, what's the name of that? Yeah, that's one more grind. I named it that because honestly, I went through I went through a little time there where I was having doubts on whether rap was going to be something I wanted to continue pursuing there for a while. Things got crazy with my family. I needed to be there for that. I didn't know if this is where my heart was anymore. I started writing music again, and it just captivated me. Right. So how long did it take you to uh, produce it? This one one was three years in the making. It took me a while to get this one done. I promise all of my fans that it's not going to take that long. That that 365 I showed you is already in the recording process. We're going to be dropping that one is a free download soon. We'll have it uh, probably within a couple months' time, and I've already got two tracks ready for the third album. Ah, nice. Right on. So that's going to come pretty quick. When When's your uh, release party? It's on uh, the – what was the date on that again? April 19th, the day before 420. Like I said, we're doing buy one, get one free on old glass. We're going to either long or do pipe it the day before 420, so – Ain't a better place for you to go and get ready. Right on, man. So, so how did the album come to be? You're saying you're you're saying that the album was like, how did the album end up coming to be? It was like something that you know it took some time. It sounds like what what was the process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I. I fell into a place where I didn't know if I was going to be able to keep doing this. And I started, once I wrote a couple new songs for this album, I realized I've still got gas in the tank. I've still got plenty of fuel to the fire. I've still got stuff in me for one more grind. And I always will. As long as I, I mean, it, it'll, it's all in the intro. As soon as you, as you come pick up a copy of, the, of the, the album when it comes into the intro, it explains it perfectly nice dude well uh it seems like i'm having some connection issues are you like walking around the house and stuff no Maybe i was you can driving step outside or something Oh, okay. Nope, I was driving. <laughs> I was doing the show while driving. Yeah, okay, sorry cool. about that. I, I'm, a, I'm a man of many hats. I wear a lot of hats. I do a lot of things at once. Multitasking is a, a talent of mine. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I multitasking need. is a really important thing in this industry, right? DJ while I rap. You DJ while you're rapping on your own DJ? Yep, I'm my own DJ. I'm my own DJ, and uh, so, Gina Marie will come and type for me, but if she's not available, then I'd even do that part with myself. So when you DJ, are you uh, turntabling? Mm-hmm. Are you just uh, mixing, beat matching, and, like, getting the tracks together for yourself and then press and play and then coming out and, like, MCing, like, hard? Or, like, what what is that experience like? When it comes to hip-hop shows, I use my... MIDI board. I have a Pioneer DDJ SB2 that I'm using right now, and I just because of the fact that I have to be on, I have to be rapping. 
Um, oh, no, shit. Okay, well, we've lost Echo there. Um, sounds like there's uh, maybe some sort of other issue there. But um sounds like uh, we need to go down to Grand Junction and hit up the ETC head shop and uh, on North Street there on 419, the Stoner Eve, the haze is arising. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been uh, music from people I know. It's been a very interesting episode. Thanks for uh, checking it out. There was a little bit in there that I didn't finish about me. I'll leave that as the suspense. Thanks for listening. Show your support by subscribing and sharing. Music from people I know.